life is really nothing you know so we celebrate everything and in the big things they all come from the little things mm, that being said welcome to how you day podcast by marcel may oh wait i am emmanuel Oladlin, so i am taking over and guessing your host before will be my guest <laughs> so let's get on it Birthday boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm okay. Hope you are doing good. Yeah, I'm doing good, anyways. It's plus one, I am. So, why not? I should be doing good. Ah, this is your birthday makes sense. So, it makes sense. It makes sense. Well, <laughs> so, birthday boy, uh-uh. you know, go like tell us about yourself. What's brief history about yourself? More here. What know about you now? Today, now, day, uh-uh. Hello. Okay, so um, as we all know, my name is Marcel. Me, um, my full name rather is Marcel Uzioma Okubi Augustine. Augustine because I'm from Catholic um, origin, so um, Augustine is my confirmation name. So I was born on the May thirtieth. Uh, I leave the year out for you guys to find out. For those of us that want to do the investigative journalism, uh, why the fear now? Why the fear now? Because of those ladies, we want to know your age. No, I'm, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I don't know why you're going to ladies, but I'm not scared. But it's just that I, I, let me leave the year out of it. Anyways, May thirtieth is my is the day I was born. Um, I was born in Lagos. Uh, I did primary schooling in Lagos. I went to secondary schooling in in the east as well i did it in anambra and partially in lagos as well towards the ending of my schooling so i did just one to ss1 shout out to holy ghost junior with boys the jubas for life and and i also did um my university was in enugu state university of science and technology shout out to the east people as well so, those in enugu so you don't really come up for east you just dreaming for east yeah <laughs> yeah as an evil boy definitely i have to go back to my roots anyways so i went back to um to the east to do schooling and after that i was pushed to the north i i served in kaduna the hottest zone the hottest area in nigeria during the insecurity times i served in the corona year and right now i'm in abuja doing work and also doing the lord's work as well so um that's like part of my history of life i also am from a family of four um we're five before but then we're four now so um with my dad mom and everyone so that's like six yeah family of six rather so i happen to now be the firstborn of the family of six yes so we have i have two three other siblings two ladies and one other guy yeah kizito nonye and amaka so that's my family line i come and my father also comes from a line of like about 11 people i guess i have plenty of aunties and uncles from my daddy's side plenty of uncles and aunties from my mommy's side as well so um my life my life has been pretty pretty being eventful because uh how would i put it like this now okay so I have worked in a radio station. I've worked in a lab. <laughs> I'm, I'm working right now as a partial tech bro. <laughs> so a data manager, analysts, um, partial tech bro. I don't know why everybody wants to say I'm a tech bro, but then then I just feel like I'm a partial tech bro. A very very big nightlife side piece. A nightlife side piece. I would like to put myself. And then a very very devout um lover of god like i tell people that my relationship with god is next to none i don't i don't get to tell you that's the old gist but that's then my, my my relationship with god is next to none i don't know about yours but my relationship with god is next to none so um that's like a brief history of my life 
I went my primary school is St. Martin's Lagerian Primary School. Um my I've told you about my university and my secondary school. Um I, I served in Kaduna in a school and also um, I did some partial work in a lab there in Kagarako, yeah, in Kaduna State. So basically that's like brief history of my life. Do I need to get to see my genotype on my blood group? No, uh, uh, no, no, no. Thank you. So um right. I think that's that's that for that. That's good. Thank you, Betty Boy, for the brief history. So yes, you know, life is filled with struggles and all that. It's fun, yes, it's filled with struggles and all. So Betty Boy would like you to um tell us what has been the hardest part of your life. I mean um are there struggles, any anything that have held you down at all? Okay. Okay, so um while growing up i've not really had too many struggles because i'm kind of a free spirit i never allowed um those struggles to get to me but one of my biggest struggles will be the fact that um my first one will be the first time i attempted to write an exam in ss1 or ss2 and i got like i got f's in chemistry and in in math i get i think in ss2 i tried to do the yx thing so i got i got f sharp but then I now went on to do GC, so um, GC was better. But when I when my results came out for YEC, I had that one awaiting results, got F. I was like, God, am I really this serious? And I'm not, I'm very unserious. But the funniest thing was my jump was even better than my YEC, so I couldn't even go to school. I was trying to skip the SS3 part thing, but that was like a hard part of my life because during that period, I felt very down. You know, when, when you fail, when everybody's looking at you as one smart kid one smart guy and then all of a sudden you just write an exam and you check your result boom and the funniest thing about that day was when i went to check that result because let's check the result online when i went to check my result online um how would i put it the person i was learning the person that was tutoring me at the time was there so he was like praising me he was like telling all the cyber guys that ah these guys are going to smash the exams these guys didn't smash the exams oh my god when my result came out the guy just left me in the cyber. I literally had to borrow money. Nobody they associate with Pest Yeah, true. I literally had to borrow money at the time to now pay because he, he came to pay for the result checking. You get because of the fact that he felt like I was very, very so at that point in time when I when I went home, I hid the result. I don't know where that result is till today because I hid it. I was like, God, this is not my result. I like every day i will go i will you know this thing that we always do every day i will go back to my i'll go back to my results i will just go i'll pray 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 i'll go back to my result and think that the f has changed so that i can just come and shout but it never did happen and i just had to move on from it I, but it was a very very heartbreaking experience that's one of my first heartbreaking experiences in life my second heartbreaking experience will be in the year 2018 oh no i think in 2015 when i lost my uncle he was so very dear to me i lost my uncle and then um no before 2015 okay when i went to school before i went to school that's my wayek yes so i i had the very very before i came to lagos to school yes i didn't talk about the part so i got temporarily suspended from school when i was in junior it, it was it's kind of an expulsion but they never called me back so it's like I was expelled from school, but not like on an official matter. It was just like an unofficial suspension, um, expulsion. It's just like, okay, we are suspending you for this particular point in time, but we'll call you back when we are ready to call you back. But till today, I never got called back. So it was kind of like an expulsion. Everybody was like, I was just telling everybody that I was changing school, changing school. 
to me that was another heartbreaking experience because i felt very down i think that was my first i felt very down um because um, like i was schooling in the east i came back to lagos that was second term nobody was even ready there were talks of that was i going to repeat the class was i going to still follow my mates because when i started schooling i wasn't really schooling with all my mates all my every class i went to everybody was ahead of me in age so it was very very heartbreaking at the time i didn't even really really think through what was going on at the time and my dad was very heartbroken he was like every night he would just call me i'm like why did you do what you did why did you i didn't have any explanations or more that was the first heartbreaking experience second heartbreaking experience was when i checked my results and god like it was like what's wrong with me are you sure that you're really really ready for university and all so it was very very heartbreaking those were the two then moving forward to when i was in school um another heartbreaking experience to me one of the hardest parts of my life was when when i went to school and my roommates at the time just like just kicked me out of my room it's 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 a very funny thing because guys don't get to have too many rifts like that but i had to that was the first time i had to like struggle and grasp to stay alone in school i had friends that were there shout out to msp shout out to imperial gz they are all like right now not in nigeria they're outside the country at the moment as we speak but man i i really was very down that was my 300 level in school before i went for an it i didn't even know that 2018 was just the very worst year so i got kicked out not like tempor- temporarily but i got kicked out i wasn't expecting the fact that he was going to tell me one day that i should pack out and all of that and then i packed out i moved on to one of the one of our senior one of my seniors in university at the time isn't a pascal shout out to you wherever you are um so i was with him there I was squatting in his own room so now i have paid for a room with my roommates but my roommate has already kicked me out so i'm now squatting with another person so i didn't have the mind and the guts to now fight because i was scared of all this um, violence you're in school nobody has your you don't know anybody <clears throat> so anything can just happen anything can just go wrong at the time god it was really 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 a very hellish period at the point in time so fast forward i went to do it safe to say that that year wasn't my best of results anyways so i went to do it and my babe that was the first time i i had the rift with my babe not like i'm coming to like the better parts of the of the rift but then that was the first time i had a first rift that was my first relationship ever the first time i had the first rift and it was very very brutal because it's you know outbreak you know the south big fast make you say they come with smile you know they come with laughter so there was nothing like to wear like a shoulder part like your bugatti no it, it came very 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 plain and that was the first time i started doing all this big i simped anyways i'm still coming to the fact of how i simped and why i did simp we understand but 2018 was a very worse year for me i lost people um people lost me i that again it was very very scary at the time and then and at the time i was i was battling with addiction so i was addicted to pornography addicted to masturbation at the time oh. so from when i finished secondary school because of the fact that i finished secondary school with all those baggages and everything the only way to let out myself out was through all those mediums so i will always go in the night like they, to say to, to show you say the thing will be meant for me that they always catch me <laughs> So that they always catch me. My dad will always nab me. Either my dad nabs me or my mom nabs me or my sister has nabbed me when I'm doing when I'm caught. I'm always caught in the act. 
so my dad said something one time he said something to me he was like this thing you are doing isn't really meant for you because if it was meant for you you won't be doing it every time and we'll be catching you so it means that every time you do it and we're not catching you it means that yes you're escaping you don't need to but i went to school with that baggage so there was first year i was still addicted i didn't know i was addicted i felt like it was a few good something 200 level 300 level 300 level was where the being of it all was because it caught me numerous times i had to deny i was still grasping i was still struggling with it 2018 2019 then came 2020 when i was served the proper breakfast i was still battling with that addiction so that's like a whole five years of my life doing the whole whatnot and everything those were the hardest points of my life because i really did not know i, I can't i can't say anything to anybody so i'm i'm this person that you all know i'm very very i'm always laughing always very happy so nobody knows that these are the struggles i'm having within myself i was battling the funniest thing is i don't know how god's love for me was was very strong because at the time when you know when you do something okay when you do something like this you'll not be praying ah okay god i will not do it again this time around i beg if i do it again i mean so i i'm a madrid fan i'm a very strong madrid fan I'm um, remembering in I think in 2015 or 2016 when Madrid was in Champions League before we got knocked out. I was just telling God, God, if I if I if we win this if we win this game, I will not do it again. This one, this one. I was very angry, but at the end we lost the game. I think it was I, I don't know the team, but I guess that we lost the game in 2015 when Barca won Champions League, and oh, but I was still battling with that addiction till 2020, and till 2020, and it was very very bad. It was very very brutal because it was impacting on me, but. People, I don't know how nobody was knowing, nobody was seeing it. So it was just like, a, in the daytime, I'm this person. Then in the night, I'm this other person. It was very, very bad for me. I didn't, like, I didn't have like any other outlet. So I would do this. I would battle with it. I would say, okay, I'm not going to do this thing for like 20 days. You, I was very inconsistent at the time or more. I had accountability partners. I did all the pawn blocker thing. I did everything, but still yet, I, it wasn't working. But I will pray to God about something and God will come true for me. I will tell God about something and God will come true for me. God just kept on directing, leading me. I would just, and the way, like I say, my relationship with God, I don't know. It's like before I was in a hide and seek thing with the way David was in the Bible. So I would just do it and I was like, God, I don't do this thing again. No, I don't know how to get through with it. Those were like a very, very tough, hard, very challenging part of my life. Like, when I look back and say, oh my God, I did, did this 2015, 2020, they were just brutal. They were just heartbreaking to me at the point in time. There's a time where my mom cried one time like that when I was still in school, when all of my results came out and it was very bad. That was in my in my secondary school time. During that SS3 year, that result I, I failed. She was like, this is not you. This is not me. Because I used to write affirmations on the wall. I took down those affirmations. It was a very dark period, but you won't even see because I'm a very, very happy person. You don't get to even get to know that Marcel is actually suffering from this and all of that. But my mom just has a way of knowing that you, you're not feeling fine. What's going on? My mom knew everything and all of that. Then came 2020. I, I got heartbroken before I went to camp and I wanted to die. I swear, I just wanted to die at that point in time because this is like you are you are friends with this person, you have a relationship with this person, and a whole lot of things. And I don't know, I I don't know how I pulled through 2020. I pulled through 2020 with my friends. Shout out to Philip. Shout out to Joanne Omonero. I did a podcast with her. If you've not listened to that episode, go listen to it. It's about anxiety. 
Um, I also, I also, Naomi was there for me as well. A whole lot of them were there for me, and it was very brutal. I'll still talk about the relationship, anyways, in more episodes or maybe later on in this episode. But my life hasn't, my life hasn't been a perfect one. But I would say God has really, really pulled through for me because my addictions, my struggles, my challenges, the hardest parts of my life. Um, being where i am now this year going into the new year with a new perspective it's it's been it's been one hell of a ride i would say all right thank you so much thank you so much yes yes we all pass through all these kind of struggles and all that well yes that's part of life well what is life without having some fun so this time around we want to hear about your joyful moments yes what are those things that got you excited that were fun and all that because i know you smile and you're always a happy person so can you just tell us what are those things that made you excited made you to smile your happiest moment in life uh, okay my my happiest moment in life is every day i wake up and i'm alive that's one that's number one number two will be that my happiest moment in life is that i have like my close my close inner circle my very inner 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 circle like when I call on them and we are just gisting and we're vibing and I'm like very, very happy. At that point in time, I want to be very, very lost in the conversation. I don't even want to come out again and all of that. And those are my like my two better happiest moments in life. Um well, and another happiest moment in life is when I um I don't know how to say this, but when I pray in tongues. After praying in tongues, I feel this happiness. I don't know if you or anybody experiences it. But I feel very, very happy. Like, if you ask me money at that time, I will give you whatever I have. Because at that point in time, I'm just so very, very happy. Like, I don't know why. I just feel like I finished talking to God. And I'm like, whoo, I'm happy. I'm good. Let's keep on going. Let's go giddy. Let's go giddy. Now, but from experiences that has made me happy was when... Um, my first experience would be when I got my call letter for internship in NMPC as an IT student. So during that time, nobody would believe that I would go and work in NPC to do IT. Shout out to the NAPIMS management, um, NAPIMS ECOE. So as a 300 level boy, where they go through things, that was even one of the times where I was facing the hardest things in my life. And God came through for me that period. So I applied the year before. Well, or more, they don't they call people, they don't they call people. I don't even know it. I don't even know anybody inside that place. And more thing just came just one day like that monday the second of july was when i started work there but i got the call on a day after my birthday or i think a day before my birthday because i don't know my life has been so sequential that every time before my birthday i always tell god give me a birthday gift so god always gives me a birthday gift so 2018 i had that birthday gift that i was called and then it's only monday second of july you have, to, you have to, you know how the letter is to be now, all the old write-ups is to write in that place and then they'll just drop it there for you and that was how it was. That was one of the happiest moments. Second happiest moment was when I graduated school with a 2-1. Yo, I flipped in school. When I mean I flipped in school is that I was in church, I was in, I was everywhere in school. So I was even scared. I had nightmares I was going to graduate with 2-2. Guy, I will wake up in the night and I will start kabashing. I say, God, I beg, and that's one. And here we be, I won't get to one. And so when I graduated and I saw, I saw two one, and I was like, top tops in my class. I was like, whoop, I did this. God did this for me. And I was like, very happy. Same day when I graduated from school as well. Um, 
it was very happy moment for me and other happy moments for me has been the little little things like i have had in life and all of that nyc it's almost nyc i don't know how to explain i wasn't praying for cardinal but cardinal became one of the happiest places that i went to i found love in cardinal but then things happened i got shanked but then i'm very happy because cardinal gave me a new perspective like just changed the changed the game for me like big time I'm also happy because I have friends around me. If you know me, every small thing is to buzz me to laugh. And people just ask me, even you, you ask me around, and you're like, why are you laughing? I don't, sometimes I don't even know why I'm laughing. I just feel like you just need to be happy. You, you, don't really, you don't really need to get to the point where life is hard before you become happy, isn't it? Yes. So life doesn't have to be hard before you become happy. So every time I'm always buzzing, I'm always very lively, I'm always very happy. I have problems, yes. We all have problems, but I feel like because of the fact that I am I am alive, I'm going through for somebody you say when you're going through a lot, keep on going through a lot. <laughs> you're just coming out from a lot. So that's that's how it has been for me. I've been very, very happy from small. I've been a buzzing kid. I don't think there's any day where I don't get to laugh. Any day I don't get to laugh, people be like, What's wrong? Are you sure you're good? Are you sure you're okay? So I've been very happy and I wouldn't say they are very key moments. The only key moments I've been happy for me is those three I mentioned earlier. First I'm alive. Second, because I'm I always relate to my closest inner circle every time. And third would be after I finish praying. Those are my three important key, key, key happiest moments in life. I, I pray for more happy moments in life where we get to buy houses. Yo, another one is when I got to my apartment in Abuja. I talked about the struggle before I got my apartment in my first ever episode. Yo, getting this apartment in Abuja is not a small thing. It's not a small thing, not a big thing. Like, you know what's in this gay house for Abuja? God, like... No, no, I'm, I'm very, very excited right now. Even doing this podcast, I'm very happy. So that would be it. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Now it gets to more fun. Well, um, want to talk about relationship. Ah. Yes. I know, say, you don't go, you don't enter a relationship. At least two. <laughs> At least two, I know. And two of them, you receive breakfast. <laughs> breakfast induced. Yeah, so I go, true. one no. You go, like, tell me, waiting soap. Just for the first relationship, now I won't know. Okay, I won't okay. know what for first relationship. Uh, okay, okay. So, um, yeah, because the second relationship, I talked about that in my breakfast episode. If you've not listened, go and listen to my breakfast episode. That's about my second relationship. So, my first relationship, we started out as friends. Best friends, small bodies. We're bodies from small. Grew up. Everybody around me is like, Marcel is going to marry this girl. These people are already a, ma- a match made in heaven. Do you get like nothing to separate us at the time? But like we all know, we all have like our flaws, you have like our own shortcomings and everything. Yeah. So at some point in time, my fault was my biggest fault was not keeping boundaries, which I have learned from. Um, not keeping boundaries, even though I'm still learning and I'm still trying to implement it because a whole lot of people will know you, you will know people that don't even know you, but you have to just keep up like setting those boundaries so that everybody doesn't know where to overstep and not overstep. So my, my biggest issue was boundaries. But at the time in 20, that was 2018, it became started becoming toxic. She was very insecure. I came to Lagos to do IT. She was looking for an admission at the time and all of that. So it was like a hell ride like so every girl that talks to me every girl that sends me an emoji everything like 
like i say it was like i feel like we were children at the time when we were playing so we we're just doing the love thing because of the way like the bible will say um when we were, were we acted like we were child like children i don't know if you if you understand me i'm going to that yes. that part of the bible where we say you, you act like as a child you understand and mm. then when he grew so i i acted like a child a whole lot in the relationship she acted as a child as well but when we were growing in the relationship i would not i would say 2020 when she now said she wasn't doing it again that i said i wanted to die so i went on begging i simped a whole lot people say yeah, it's what you do for love but to me i feel like i, I simped <laughs> i went on begging so the highlight of the begging is that i got slapped like three wow. times wow. at a spot <laughs> oh, yo like i did it for love so I, I got slapped I, like a whole lot of things happened to me in that relationship i was it was very toxic to the hell that people did like people thought I, everything was i was i was always going to go and beg so the thing is that everybody knows that me and her were were cool were good were, were in the relationship and everything so in 2020 i felt like she had already started seeing a guy because she's right now um i think she's like two years in the relationship now because i just saw one of a post like that a random post on her friend's page or something where the person was celebrating her and her boo for two years shout out to them wherever they are <laughs> your relationship is stronger but the thing is when the breakup came guy like i said it took god's grace i was i don't know whether there's a thin line between depression and post-traumatic stress disorder but if there is i was in that line i was struggling because i will cry every night <laughs> i will cry every night this was i you know i i never had any plans that i was going to check anybody again like my plan was this god i don't see wife I know they do anything, babe. I know they talk to anybody. Like anybody when they come to me now, we be friends. You get that kind of package. So I was just like, I don't marry. I don't now make it all each time. I don't even plan dates saying that this time I go marry this babe. Now this I go come up. Like and we were Yeah, the problem was that we were in sync together. You were in sync. That's what makes me say that women are very, very by focus. They can be planning with you and be planning with another person in case your plan no work. If you can't work out with the other guy, so um the breakup happened. I don't even know. I can't say there's a very, very big reason. Till today, I will always ask myself. Sometimes I ask myself, what was the major reason why we broke up? I don't even see any reason why we broke up. I feel like maybe she was done fighting the insecurities. She was done being like wanting to be to us to be in a certain way which she was not getting. Uh, I was always telling her something that. Sometimes the things that she always demands for me are the only things that you can get in movies. I'll tell her that. And she'll be very, very annoyed. I know some girls will come at me and say, um, why would you tell the girl that kind of a thing? But it's, it's true. Because we have to be realistic about life. Okay. There are some things where you can't, like me, I can't do. You understand? You never see anybody doing for you, but you did demand them. And to be very honest, at the time, it wasn't possible for me. You, I was going to school. I was a three or three hundred level, um, like a university boy with nobody in the school. And then I was trying to hustle for myself, hustling for you as well as per se. Like yes, now the cross where I don't be with this. But then, not like she was demanding like money and all of that. But like what she was demanding was very very extra at the time. She wanted me to cut off my friends. She wanted me to stop talking to females. She wanted me to stop. All those things, I just stem boundaries anyways. But she wanted me to stop a whole lot of things. I wasn't 
if I stop them, I won't be true to myself. This is not now me. I, she wanted me to stop going. Like I, I was in a drama group at the time. She wanted me to stop doing the drama. I was their president. Imagine going to the to the group and telling them that I'm no more your president again because my babe says that we are, we are flirting a whole lot or we are doing a whole lot of things and all of that. And then, okay, because I wasn't seeing it as flirting, but I wasn't even flirting because if I was flirting, those are people. People are also dating these people, so I won't go and flirt with someone else who is in another relationship. So. A whole lot of things went down. That's the thing. I will break it down in a proper episode for my listeners. So just keep tuned. I'll tell you every details that you want to hear. You can also send in your questions and answers on the Spotify question app. And you can also message me as well on WhatsApp. I will tell you. I will give all the details in my next episode. But today is my birthday podcast. But then, so let me just keep it short. So, I like I said, I was slapped three times. That's my highlight of my simping. I went to beg. I went to beg, baby, don't give me breakfast since February. I went to beg in the month of June, I guess, or July. That's in August, or June, July, August, yeah. I don't know if you remember the date. So I went there. And because I know the mom, I know everybody in their house, you get. So we don't be the flow now, you get. So I just go there, I don't go beg. I'm a guy, and that's why I need down know the beg. Baby, just say, make sure. She know even grease send me at all. I was begging, I was like, why are you behaving like this? Why are you doing this one? All of that. Oh my god, slaps the first time, second wow. time, third time. Everybody was thinking that we were fighting. Yo, I wasn't fighting. I can't even lay my hands on you. I won't even dare. At that point in time, now love they do me. Like love, <laughs> like love they do me. Say, I know if you even retaliate. Do you understand? Like on a normal, I don't like say, ah, why are you gonna slap me? I don't stand up. They claim, say, I be guy, I be spec. Why are you gonna do me this kind of thing? I'm a guy. I was not even thinking of say, I was a spec. I was like, God, let this girl just allow me now. Make me just be back together. I was thinking of the fact that people start asking me questions. What happened? Why are you guys not together again? All of that. I was trying to avoid. I was trying to run away from those questions. I was trying to run away from the fact that I have a whole lot of, like, I don't plan you for my life. Now, you don't come come out yourself for my life. Here, I want to start from. How will I start looking out for? Guy, she was literally my everything. Mm. I was, wait now. Wait, yeah, true. I will fill out forms and put this babe's number as number of next of kin. That was how bad it was. Yes, I would. And uh, <laughs> yeah, very, very, very funny and true. Yeah. And I would also, I would also do this thing that I would also use her date. Her birthday is 9th of January, 2001. Sorry, but then I have to just tell you. Um, her birthday date was majorly my password like everywhere laptop wise hotspots wise bank atms like you know see say you know marcel you don't know that number you did joke <laughs> so you don't know that number you did joke so that number has been very very distinct in my life like to the point to the point that i don't I, when i tell my friends that I, you can use my atm do you get they don't bother to ask me the password all they need to know is I don't tell them, say, ah, now my babe, date of birth, they've already got in their head and they are going to the bank. So imagine how bad it was, like, everything about me. I would do, sh- everything I was doing, I was doing for two. So I, they would give me money. They would give me money for school. I could save some things, say, ah, Valentine, they come, I'll go buy some kind things, I'll go buy some kind things. So I would travel all the way from, my school was in Enugu, my school was in Suka. Like, my school is in Abani, my school is in Suka. So I would go every time to Suka. 
I will go even at night. I will go like in around lectures are ending very late. I will still leave my lectures. I go I go stab lecture. Yeah, I was stabbing lectures. I used to dodge lectures. Monday morning, like this guy, they go babe school. Monday morning. Do you know how bad it is? Like Monday morning, I'm going to a babe school. This is what love can do to you. <laughs> yeah, some people are saying no be love, but at that point in time, like I said, we all behaved in a childlike manner. You get. Yes. Do you understand? So as time goes on, I, I did even funny enough, I never read a book about relationship. I never read a thing. My mind was this dream, this future that I've already put in my head, I'm going to leave it out. Do you understand? So when it just shattered, I just like God. So like like this, like this, yeah, this baby no good day. And we did some terrible, like we did things that I really am not proud of and all of that. You do get so a whole lot of things went down. Like I said, my I had like many I I would say I have my own faults. She had her own faults, but I felt like at the time it was now becoming very toxic. So where I now knew that the straw had broken was when I received that slap, when I do go back. Guy, I lied down for this baby. I lied down and I told her, I'm sorry, let's go back together. There was nothing I never did. I come to the I will, her mom has a shop or something. I will go there, um, buy stuff for the sisters. Buy, <laughs> I would do everything. When I had my first radio gig, online radio gig, I went to her shop, their mommy's shop. I went to go and find her and tell her that see you. I've got some because this is somebody I used to talk to every day of my life. She gets. And Omo, when the breakup happened, my mommy knew that. My, my mom knew that something was very off because I wasn't very, very, as very happy as that. And I told my mom, see that, see you. My mom see you, was saying, ah, thank God. This boy has come out of this relationship. Thank God. And I was like, why would you be saying that? I wanted to even pick a fight with my mom, see. But then it all went down the drain and all of that. But right now, I'm two years strong. Another hit has been. I've already collected a second breakfast too. But then, yeah, I've, I've said about that one already. But then I've, I've taken two hits. I'm still a single thing. But I, I hope that I hope that the remaining part of my twenties I don't become a single thing. I get I get to my prayers that I get to like marry and see the one anyways. <laughs> because I've been seeing a lot of oh my god, let me just keep quiet for that episode shit here. So all right. Thank you very much, Marcel. Um well <laughs> it'll be me you were slapped. Oh my that lady no try. <laughs> Well, let me just say this. Let me just keep in this. Yes. Listen to me, ladies. Listen to me, gentlemen. Yes. Whenever you are, if you are in a relationship or when you enter into a relationship, yes, and you discover, yes, either of the party, whether a male or a female slapped you, it's already a red flag. It's a red flag. But you, you won't even wait for the person to slap you. That's the funniest thing I want to tell you. You it's it might it might come. You don't know it might come. Unexpectedly, it, you 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 might be surprised it will just come. <laughs> so you 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 were not expecting it and then it comes. <laughs> you mean, yes. You mean you can just be like one place and better just like boom. <laughs> no, it's yes, they, it might result as a result of it might it's come as anger, yeah. yes, anger. And all that, yes, argument. You guys are, are having a, an argument, and then all of a sudden, the slap. Yeah. At that point in time, it's already a red flag. Yeah, it's a red flag. True, true, true. The, true. She has already passed a message. He has passed a message. <laughs> yes. If you are, if you you think you can cope, 
if you can cope in that situation, if you feel you can cope in that situation, the the next thing you should think about is your unborn children. Yeah, children. That is who you should think about because it has a way it plays in their mind. Whether you like it or not, the younger ones. But, 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 you know, but you know the thing is, but you know the thing is that um, major people that have all these um, like let's say people that have abusive partners, uh-huh. now, people that get to do all those um, toxic traits. Yeah. Eh? So sometimes I feel like the reason why it is hard for them to pull out of that relationship, like I told you now, I'm so I'm so much intoxicated in that love. I'm not looking out for myself. I'm not seeing myself worth. I'm not seeing myself again as my as like me myself. I'm not seeing myself as the fact that I'm paired with this person. If I let this person go, a whole lot of things will go wrong. I'm not seeing the fact that if I let this person go, a lot of things will now become right because I have let this person go. Another point will now be that. Because of the fact that this person has been doing good by me, mm-hmm. you understand? This is just a little thing. The person just hits me. Okay, I've hit the person. A boy and a girl. You get a boy hits a girl. Boy, because he's providing everything for her, she's doing everything for her. Now the girl now sees that as a very, very big major cover-up. Like, why would I now go and betray yeah. the person that has been carrying me through school, carrying me through all of those things and all of that? Yeah. And and to be very honest. A whole lot of people are going through these things right now. Even as we speak, people are being beaten in their homes right now. It's a sad thing. Yeah, it's a very, very sad thing. But it is what it is. But I feel like I, I pray that everybody who is going through that kind of thing has the strength to pull out of that place. Amen. Like they have the strength to just go, let them receive the peace in their homes. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem in their families and yes. wherever they are in their relationships. I just pray that they get to see the light. Like that is nowhere you're supposed to be. Find yourself worth. God loves you more than that guy or babe that loves you and is doing you that stuff you get. And don't seem, don't seem to the extent that you get slapped like me. Or you get or you get or you get to lie down for a you guy. I like God. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Just just le- just to let you know, if you are in that kind of relationship, you're under witchcraft. <laughs> yes, you're under witchcraft. That's witchcraft. Okay? So it's best you you seek help, you seek counsel. Yeah, true. Yes, you need prayers. Yeah. I think we discussed that in our last podcast. Yeah, you must learn to love yourself first. Yeah, yeah. Yes, even the commandment God gave, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. You must see the value in yourself. Place that value in yourself. See yourself what if I if you don't see it, know that your parents value you, your siblings value you. Yeah. Yes, you are valued. God loves you. Then that will make you to, to come to your right sense. I believe love over over witchcraft. Yeah, if you are under that situation, you are under witchcraft. Yeah. You need prayer, serious deliverance. All right. So Marcel, back to back to you again. Back to you again. Yes, you know today is your day, and yes, you must get to to understand, to know, and understand more about you. So, well, so what are your biggest accomplishments so far, and the ones you are targeting? And also your plan for this new year. Yes. You know, today is a new year woof. for you. Woof, woof. Um, what would be my plans? My biggest my okay, let me biggest accomplishment, right? Yes. Uh, my biggest accomplishments would be that um I've made people smile. I've hmm. made people happy. I've 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 I don't know. I just feel like seeing people smile is like the biggest thing for me like i know i know like the day around this is where we see people just the frown the boom face like be happy whatever issues you've got whatever problems you've got i feel like i just want to be the boss like the light boss that just 
talks you out of a whole lot of things makes you smile cracks your joke and all of that i, I think i'm the kind of person that <laughs> a moment they don't go beat me sharp but then i feel like i'm this kind of person that can go to where they are grieving and make people laugh so i make people look at me as part why is this guy behaving like this hey, if it was wrong like take your mind out of the fact that you're you're going through a bad moment you get so so that's that's the that's the that's the idea that's my one of my biggest accomplishments in life uh, my second biggest accomplishments in life would be the fact that uh i have done like some things with god like on my own and with god i would say with god because you can't just do anything on your own you get yeah. so i've done things with myself and with god like i can count the number of times where i've gotten like i told you from the beginning of the episode that i have i have had uncles i've had aunties that are plenty they're plenty but like i have never had like a cause to like i can't count the many times i've gone to them and said uncle i'm i'm having this auntie i'm having this and all of that and i get a lot of response so it's just been me myself and god and i'm very grateful that one of the compliments is that god has helped me to break doors like i've gone to places that i never knew a person i went to cardinal not knowing one person i came through god came through for me yes i went i came to abuja without knowing it a person you have a place of my own and <laughs> it's been it's been what like these things are accomplishments you get i'm, I'm not the myself of of the my past years i'm myself of now like this is a new year now so this is myself of me now and that's like one of the biggest accomplishments as well life thanking god for life life like god is being the big like, ah waiting god don't do with me and waiting don't god don't do for me has been like and then um the fact that i have i have helped some kids around like i've been doing some things with some kids shout out to the kids in kajina we have like um a ministry going there with Brodick Paul. Shout out to Brodick Paul. We've been doing some things, marvelous things. I feel like giving out to those children there has been like one of the best best things that has happened to me because every time I see those children, I just feel very joyful. I I, I watched their drama one time. You know, I'm a very big and drama enthusiast. So I watched their drama one time. I was like, wow, these people are really like going far. These are kids that I never knew that they could like do these kind of things and right now they are doing it. So it's like it's very, very sweet for me. And to the people that I've met i have done one or few things too it's always a very very big thing for me to do things for these people because they don't know me it may be a small thing if you be big thing but me i know this year i'm at the same say i did put smile for your face you did happy see i don't help you solve your problem so like like that that's like that's one of the very very big accomplishments for me just pulling through being kind to everybody i don't know i i feel like i i'm this kind of person i was talking to um someone in my office tk i was telling her that i'm this person that can go to a restaurant and start striking a conversation with the gate man and <laughs> you would think i've known the gate man for years and that's the, these, those little things that people see and they don't just ignore i feel like those are the biggest things for me i like having those conversations with people that people don't see as up to their level like i want to relate with these people i want to know how far how well with them and he gets like how you did like one of the major reasons why i even actually started this podcast as well so i wanted to know how well so going further with time we'll get to improve more and my my plans for the year mm, make a new lie this one's been but i won't buy a car <laughs> i want to buy a car but i don't know i feel like in my mind i believe that i can buy a car but I want to buy a car because the things I've seen on the roads of Abuja, God, I've hustled. <laughs> hey, hey. 
I have hustled. When I mean, and I want to buy a car and drive that car straight to Lagos. Like, to go and carry my mom. See, I want to go and, like, take them on a trip, on a ride. I want to take all my farms, all my close pals. I want to, like, take them. I want to be after work. I get to do some, like, I get to just go home in without all the stress, struggle and hassle of jumping buses, jumping cars and everything and all of that. That's one of the vain plans I have this year. Another plan I have this year is to to draw people closer to Christ using drama, using my arts. Um, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been paused on my drama, my scripts writing and all of that. I used to write scripts, but I've been paused on it. I'm getting to like start to write them again, trying to do all those things because I've been planning, thinking, why not? They've been doing skits. They've been doing a whole lot of things. Why not I start skits that will just pass message for the gospel? Not the normal skits, like where you get to laugh. You laugh, yes. You cry, yes. But you know you're getting the message. You understand because this like you say god the gospel is the message of god's pull to everybody so everybody far wide near and just like letting my voice to be a voice of reckoning for god like helping people see god through art through drama through acting through everything i do and all of that that's one of my next achievements in life that's the thing so and career wise i want i want to increase my career steps you know you know you know like Everybody's saying tech bro, tech bro. Tech bro not supposed to be for one place, they stagnant too. Tech bro supposed to get multiple. I want to get like mother side hustles, like plenty side hustles, like not plenty, so that I don't work will not kill me. But work will not kill me, sure. But then side hustles that can help me grow and all of that. Uh yeah. So Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So I think we have come to the end of this wonderful, beautiful podcast. Yes very interesting hearing about yourself telling us about your history telling us about your biggest moment that includes your the moment you were you were sad the moment you were excited you were happy for telling us about your relationship giving us advice and then your plans for the new year your biggest accomplishment yes we are thankful for that thank you so much it's good it's good hearing all the uh, all these all these stories from people yes aside myself of course so birthday boy here is me wishing you a happy birthday and more life and more blessing all through the year god bless you thank you very much so anyways if you guys are listening remember it's to the how you did podcast and i'm here with emmanuel Ladini. my name still remains marcel me the favorite king of the dose of silkiest ilkiest voice of the east staying before in the west and now staying in the north central which is abuja so anyways i would see you guys in my next episode stay tuned on my just subscribe if you've not watched the before ones like the before podcasts go and watch there's no editing we know they touch anything anything with the year like this now so you take care around that's what we take talk out but anyways there were a lot of rehearsals before we started because so, <laughs> some people do not know how to host show before but let me not cast them yet We'll talk about that in the background but anyways you can still follow Emmanuel Ladini on twitter his twitter handle is iknika i-c-x-n-c-i-k-e if i'm not wrong um and then you can also follow me here on twitter as well at i am Mas- underscore marcel me as well as on instagram at underscore marcel me and i'll be there to follow you right back stay tuned stay safe i would see you 
in the next episode remember i see my birthday so send your wishes in send your prayers up for me to god keep praying for me keep living your life and remember one thing i always tell keep being happy life doesn't have to be hard before you be happy smile laugh shoot your shots don't be a simp anyways but do whatever you love i think this is the longest part of the episodes that we've done so far but because it's my birthday i get to blow the boxes i get to play the balloons and i get to do whole lot today it's 24 hours for me it's a goodbye and a wrap from me here and imano ladini here in our house in our crib so peace love you people